In going through the Old Testament, it's remarkable how much time is spent discussing the coming kingdom of God on earth. Oftentimes you don't think of the New Testament as being the same way, but it is. Stay tuned. We're going to look at it today. In our discussion of the kingdom of God, one of the uh, interesting scriptures is says Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. And this is what he said. He said, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Now, that is one small scripture of just a few words, but it is so packed with meaning. We won't get to all of it today. We won't even try to because some of it will come in other ways, like the whole discussion of how does the kingdom of God come to earth? Well, the key to it is found in that scripture, but that's not for today. That's, you'll have to, you'll have to keep listening. Uh, That's for another day. And it definitely has much to do with the kingdom of God. So there's, there's, there's several things here. First, When he said the kingdom of God there is at hand, it's obviously true that the kingdom had not yet come. Secondly, it's obvious that the kingdom being discussed is the one promised in the Old Testament because he simply says the kingdom of God is at hand. Uh, He doesn't explain that this is a new kingdom of God or this is an unheard of kingdom of God or there's nothing about that. It's obvious that his hearers, he knew that his hearers would know exactly what he was talking about. Third, as sure as there is day and night, it is clear here from the teaching of Jesus that the kingdom of God that has been introduced in the Old Testament is still coming. It has not arrived yet. So when we talk about explaining the kingdom uh, is at hand, this, this hypothetically, uh, people have asked the question about this, what if, the, what if Israel and the world would have embraced Jesus as the king instead of rejecting him as the king? Would the kingdom of God indeed have come? Well, it's a hypothetical question, and the, so the answer is hypothetical also. The hypothetical answer is yes, had they obeyed and embraced Jesus as king right then, the kingdom would have come to earth. However, they did not. However, God did not make them reject it, but God also knew that they would reject it. God knowing that someone is going to do something does not mean that God made them do it. That's two different things. That's not predestination. And so Jesus continued to teach much about the kingdom of God. So he also, uh, I mean, when you get even further into the New Testament, uh, the Bible talks about the kingdom of God is within us. And the Bible talks about that the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. 
meaning it's not material things. In that meat and drink phrase, you could include the kingdom of God is not a natural Jerusalem, not a natural king on a throne, not all of the things that will come with the consummating fulfillment of the kingdom. Because the kingdom right now is not in its consummated form. There is more that is coming. The kingdom of God is in the earth even now with all of the spiritual elements of the kingdom of God. The physical elements of the kingdom of God are not yet here. We are in the kingdom of God, but we are not in the consummating form of the kingdom of God. We in the church. How do we know this? Well, one way we know it's really very simple. He said, the Holy Ghost that you have is the earnest of your inheritance. We have an inheritance when we receive the Holy Ghost and become a son of Jesus instead of a son of Adam. But we only have received the earnest of that inheritance with the Holy Ghost. That that fully indicates that the fullness of it is coming. The earnest is not even half. Usually the earnest is just a 10 or 20 percent or whatever. But we have received the earnest of the inheritance. Notice the word inheritance. There's a kingdom that we're inheriting. There's a, there's a kingdom we're inheriting where the Bible says in 1 Corinthians, we're going to judge the world people that are in the church, and are going to judge angels. Well, we're, we're not doing that now. I, I'm not sure we're fully equipped to do any of that now. But we do have the earnest of the inheritance. So the inheritance that is coming is not here yet. So we have what theologians, I think, could be wrong, but as my memory serves me, I think the the man that worked out the explanation of this was George Ladd. Uh, but be that as it may, uh, we understand that the kingdom of God has an element that is now and it has an element that is not yet. So you hear preachers or theologians or students of the Bible talk about the now and the not yet. So the kingdom is here now. Right now the kingdom is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy within us. Right now, the kingdom of God cometh not by observation. You can't see its buildings. You can't see its Messiah. You cannot see the refurbished and transformed Jerusalem. The kingdom of God cometh not by observation right now. It's not this mountain or that mountain, John 4. But the kingdom of God right now is spiritual in nature. Now, there's much that the New Testament tells us about this. We are not living in darkness about how this works. And yet the fullness of the kingdom, what we have called the consummated fullness of the kingdom, will come with the second coming of Jesus Christ. And that second coming, Jesus himself told us that it's going to be blatantly visible, where he says, every eye shall see him, and every tongue will confess, and Everybody on earth will know, and it'll come like lightning from one side of the world to the other, and, um, and many other details about it that we have. Um, in Acts chapter 1, the angels that were there, when Jesus ascended and the disciples continued to look up, they saw him physically and visibly ascend. The angels come and speak to them and say, Why, brethren, 
Why stand ye here gazing into the heavens? This same Jesus which is gone up will return in like manner. Likewise, the, the way he went up is the way he's coming back. And so it was a visible up call, rapture, if you please. The first fruits from the dead was Jesus rising from the dead and ascending into heaven. So there's the now and the not yet. Right now, you can get into the kingdom of God. How do you get into it right now? Well, Jesus told us in John chapter 3 and verse 3, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except the man be born again, he cannot, of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. This tells us how we get into the kingdom of God right now. It's not a fake kingdom of God. It's the real kingdom of God, but it's in its spiritual aspect. And right now we get into it by being born of the water and spirit, which is exactly what happened to the apostles and the 3,000 on the day of Pentecost when, uh, when they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and they were baptized in the name of the Lord. Water and spirit both was involved there. And this is the pattern. This is the pattern for anybody to get into the church. You say, well, maybe a Jew wants to get saved in this day. Can he be saved by just keeping the law? Well, nobody can be saved by keeping the law because nobody's capable of keeping the law. And so a Jew is saved just like we are saved. Now, when you say, well, receiving the Holy Ghost then is a church thing and not an Old Testament thing. No, no, no. Receiving the Holy Ghost is an Old Testament promise that was actually given to Israel that we have appropriated because we have accepted. And so the church has received what was promised to Israel in the Spirit. And all of those Old Testament scriptures that talk about the Spirit, Joel 2, 28, 29, and Isaiah 28, 11, and 12, and Ezekiel 37, and Jeremiah 31, 33, and Zechariah, and on and on these scriptures go which tell us about the coming of the Spirit. And so the kingdom of God in our day is not here in its consummated form, but it is here in its spiritual form. Now, Jesus taught other things that teaches us this same thing uh, that hopefully we can get into uh, at least a little bit here um, in this lesson. But the, the geophysical, political aspect of his kingdom is to come. And it will come at his second coming. The spiritual dimension is here right now. And when the Pharisees demanded of him when the kingdom should come, he said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. They were looking for swords. They were looking for the, the flash of war. They were looking for the way that traditionally worldly kingdoms rise to prominence. And so he lets him know that this is not the way that the kingdom of God is going to come. You get into it now by the new birth. The, the physical and political dimension is going to come. Jesus said, For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so also shall be the coming of the Son of Man. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. I mean, there it is. It's emphatic. 
and he shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet. So all of these things are indicative of the way the kingdom is going to is here now and the way the kingdom is going to come in its consummated form. Now, that the people knew, that the people of, of Christ, they knew uh, what the kingdom was, and that Jesus knew, and that together they, they accepted the explanations as being of what the Old Testament promise of the kingdoms were. And like the angel announced to Mary in Luke 1, that these are that Jesus is going to be the son of David, taking that kingdom that's spoken of in the Old Testament. It's very clear. And then we have scriptures like uh, uh, the two sons of Zebedee's mother uh, speaks to Jesus and says, Grant that these my two sons may set the one on thy right hand and the other on the left in thy kingdom. Now, Jesus didn't say that there wouldn't be anybody on the right hand. There wouldn't be a right hand. There wouldn't be a left hand. It's only a spiritual kingdom. No, no. The response of Jesus was, to sit on my right hand and on left is not mine to give. And it shall be given to them whom it is prepared of my Father. And so there is a kingdom where people are uh, physically. It won't be physically exactly like we are now. We live now by blood in our veins and flesh, but the Bible says flesh and blood shall not inherit the kingdom of heaven. And so then we will be, our life will be spirit driven. It'll be spirit life. It won't be dependent upon uh, uh, blood and flesh, which will not be our heavenly bodies. So uh, the kingdom, John the Baptist, Jesus, the disciples, they all preached, totally familiar to the Jewish hearers, no explanation had to be made what they were talking about. They fully understood what they meant. So because of the rejection of the king at that time and the crucifixion of the king, the kingdom in its consummating form in its completely revealed glory is delayed. It's delayed. He tried to tell them that. Jesus tried to tell them that. That the coming of the visible kingdom due to their unbelief, is delayed. And this delay is also seen in the 70th week of Daniel, where the, where the, week, the last week is delayed. Now you say, Brother Wilson, or Dr. Wilson, or Pastor Wilson, or Teacher Wilson, or just Wilson, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean just what I said. Well, how do you know that? Well, to know that, we need to listen to Jesus. Because he's going to tell us that. Now let's look at this for just a minute. We go back. We see what the disciples taught about the kingdom of God. They were commanded to teach by Jesus to go out and tell people about the coming kingdom. That the kingdom is here. We saw what Jesus taught. We saw what John taught. We saw that the people obviously understood all these things. We saw what the angel said to Mary in Luke chapter 1 that very emphatically ties the kingdom that Jesus is going to reign over with the kingdom that was pronounced in the Old Testament, whereby the king is the son of David who will reign over the house, quote-unquote, house of Jacob. We've already seen all of that. Now, let's see how we know that the kingdom is delayed from the words of 
of Jesus himself. So don't miss this upcoming lesson.